0: Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast, Temple Archives. My name is Ed, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Noma.
1: Hello there. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. A little bit tired, but we have a manga this week to power us through that tiredness. So
0: exciting, honestly. And my other co-host, Dan.
2: Yo, how's it going, everybody?
0: Pretty good so far, as Noma said manga is the story of today and
2: did anybody feel that like it was weird reading a manga the right way like the English <laughs> style way and then like not yeah, like backwards yeah. and like right to left but left to right and like a forwards facing book? it was really weird
0: oh no was it that way yeah, le- yeah. Oh. yeah. No, no, oh, because not so oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: when you're reading it in the app you try you try to read it like the manga right but it's not mm. right to left it's top left over left over left over yeah yeah not right over right over right over right over
0: this is really interesting because you still Um, got the
2: same kind of gist of the story you're like oh some things are just in like in this (laughs) order okay
0: so to catch everybody up we are discussing the uh star wars manga for the high republic uh this is the edge of balance volume one Um, apparently we've all read it on different applications or I read physical, (laughs) you guys get it. So you got a physical one, Dan. No, man. I did Viz. You did Viz. Okay. And I read it through Amazon Kindle. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, we all did. (laughs) So I didn't notice the whole right to left or left. I read it left to right. And Mm. I guess it was fine. I'll look through it again after, but I, I'm pretty sure it is left it, to
1: right. If you read it that way, then you yeah, did it yeah, the right yeah. way. Yeah. Okay. It just it it just screwed with my mind in the be- on literally just the first page where I I instinctively just went right to left and yeah. then it didn't make sense and I was like uh, oh I'm just yeah being an idiot and then I did it the right way. I'm surprised you, if they <laughs> said
2: manga, they should have just made it. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Should well yeah. no, I mean you're right. They should just call it a graphic novel. But we, we were talking earlier, and and you had mentioned that. A couple of times, reading Edge of Balance, you would gotten tripped up by that, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, this will make for an interesting discussion then. Um, But just before we get into it, uh, Dan, you want to sum up for everybody what we actually do on Temple Archives?
2: Yeah, yeah. On Temple Archives, it's our Star Wars canon podcast, and we summarize the story of the content we're covering so that today would be the Edge of Balance Volume 1. And uh, how it relates to either Legends material, if something is very similar or reworked or brought in from Legends. And uh, where it's kind of situated between canon material. And we'll do that today as well because the High Republic has a lot of material out. And it is kind of getting more and more cluttered. So we're trying to fit everything in where it's supposed to be. Um, And then we'll discuss kind of the events that happened and the characters and the arcs that happen in that story. And again, where it fits in the timeline for Star Wars.
0: So before we get into our book summary and synopsis and discussion, I'm just going to let you know how you can get in contact with us. Don't worry if you miss anything right now. We're going to go over it again once we're at the end of uh, this episode. But you can find us over at voiceoftheforce.com. If you want to contact us by email, you can reach us at voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. On social media, we've got Twitter. We've got Instagram. You can find us with the tag at voiceforcepod. Anything you do, retweet or repost. It really helps with growing our listener base, and we do appreciate it. And you can listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. If you do leave a review and, uh, you know, you can leave us with five stars as well. uh, It really would help with visibility. And if you do end up subscribing, which is, again, for free, you can find the latest episode or any announcements as soon as they get released. And remember to listen to the outro to find out what we will be covering in our next episode of Temple Archives. And we wanna just get into the cover of Edge of Balance here. And I know this is one that really excited Dan as soon as he saw it, because manga Yo, we, and no, lightsaber no, we in The Weave is no longer
2: in balance, my friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I know, yeah, yeah, plus, we are literally on, on the,
2: the edge of balance right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, Dude, plus, right? What did you really like about it? That you know, it's
1: the aesthetic. aside
0: from it being yeah. a manga, like, what was it mm. with this cover? You were like, "Oh my god, we have to get this! You guys need to get this! I'm so excited!" Ah, what, I think you, it's you it? really. Need I think to it's ask like <laughs>
2: well, I mean, there's there's a few things like the Japanese aesthetic is amazing. Mm. Like, I, I love mm. the idea of that in Star Wars because Star Wars has that uh, background, right? A lot of it was inspired. A lot of the Jedi stuff was inspired by mm. you know Japanese uh, history and like George well, Lucas movies. took a yeah, lot of, yeah. yeah. Between like cowboy hist like cowboy stuff and like, um, like Japanese history. Oh, Dan, I might have to school you. <laughs> okay. Anyway,
1: oh, here we go. <laughs> so anyway. no, very, very no, because you have, you have the right idea, right? It, it's but, essentially those um, things
2: like married together.
1: Yeah. So, so the basic history is if anybody listening, uh, likes films or just, I guess, hasn't seen old Japanese films, Akira Kurosawa. Yes, um, yeah. Who, yeah. Seven Samurai, uh, Yojimbo, um, Kagemusha, all the classics, all those. But basically, all of those uh, samurai movies. This is. I I, I guess I'm just trying to uh, give a little bit of backstory to the points you're making, Dan. Yeah, uh, no, definitely. It's like the mythology. Well, not. you're
0: being schooled now, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) It's in session.
1: Please, (laughs) but it's it's all those. It's all those styles, especially. You know, we talked about it before. Yojimbo really inspires Star Wars. Oh yeah, you see things like. Ah, uh, the duel and visions and stuff like that. But that in itself inspired the spaghetti western movies, right? Fistful of Dollars. Um, I can't remember. Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Good, Bad, and the Ugly. I'm th- I'm uh, I'm thinking of the one that starts with a stranger. Or actually, I think that's just the name of Clean Eastwood's character. But any of those movies, if you watch those, right? Wolf and Wolf and Cub, and go back and watch the spaghetti westerns. It inspired same thing with you know um, Seven Samurai, and I can't remember what the the. They remade that the movie recently with Chris Pratt or a couple of years ago before the pandemic. Yeah, it's not it's a called. big deal. I don't remember. But it, it's it's like the eight cowboys doing the exact same thing that seven oh, samurai is based yeah. on. Oh, yeah, yeah, mag- yeah. The magnificent 7. Yeah, I think it's called it magnificent was. 8 or mag- yeah. magnificent 8 or something. Yeah. Nobody liked it. But that movie, right? Like it basically samurai movies inspired spaghetti westerns that then inspired Star Wars. And so yeah. you get that kind of direct lineage between these uh, all three of these basically and i think it's similar
2: aesthetic like this character's design is very similar to f in star wars visions yeah like Mm. the haircut like the just the design of all of her outfit and everything like that as well Mm. the lightsabers i think are really cool design too with the i think it's a suba the part of the sword yeah
1: uh
2: that is like the handguard. i like that that's kind of cool yeah because
1: i was because I was that's the joke i was gonna make before was as soon as dan saw the tsubas (laughs) yeah i was like oh man that's a good shit right (laughs) Um, Which you're right. That is the sword guard, and yeah, it's very, very well. I mean, they look really nice here too. It's Got that the that nice gold. and the detail in it kind of makes it look like leaves, or maybe like bird feathers, or something like that. I think if you yeah. were to
2: like swap it upside down, it almost looks at like the High Republic logo. Almost, you know no. what? That's probably if, what they're if, getting
0: for. Yeah. If they weren't, if they weren't engaged in the, in the, in the cover, you'd definitely see that symbol. Then I think, yeah. as, hmm. especially because when. You see her and she has them holstered, you don't get to see the detail yeah.
2: in the they facing the other in way.
0: the, the guards so but it, it it's a very nice like cover for volume one anyway The other um, thing I'm,
2: I just want to quickly say was yeah the first lightsaber uh, practitioner that we see that is a dual like a primarily dual lightsaber um Jedi right because we, we get Anakin in episode two against dooku like very
0: quickly Ah, i'm gonna stop you adventurous bro i, jedi. No, I said no jedi guessing. i didn't say sith i didn't say Sith. <laughs> okay, i said jedi but she started no 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 no. i'll take the because there's flashbacks to she did. her she was a jedi but i don't think she used two lightsabers she ever. was using two. Oh, is she okay and mm. especially when remember her master died and she just got true, true, angry true, true, true. and she grabbed his too and she you have schooled me ed you
1: mm-hmm. have done it Yet again. Yeah. It's happened in Clone Wars. It's happened in Legend. I'm not schooling. the, yeah, the, the dual <laughs> the lightsaber. lightsaber been I mean, it, that yeah. too.
2: You guys have schooled me on quite a bit of stuff sometimes.
0: <laughs> and There's I love it. i been but it's, yeah, You've done the same. You know what? In terms of... We can call this... Well, Ventress is canon, but in terms of, like, mm. if we had to say who came first, anyway, for canon, Disney canon... Oh, Ahsoka.
2: What the hell am I talking about? Yes, yeah, still What sure. the hell am I talking still, about?
0: Like, you can you can say that and for Jarkai practitioners at this point, because that's what mm, this is. Yeah, like she will be the first if High Republic, you know, in terms of timeline for like High Republic, if that's where they want to start. Mm, I mean, mm, mm, this mm. should be it, right? Well, because you the, can acknowledge yeah, the, everything that came from the old Republic, but in terms of their timeline, like this is the first big major.
1: Yeah, because arc- then if we if we unfurl it to the EU, then I mean, Revan is yeah. the oh, of the course, OG, of course, OG, yeah.
2: Yeah, I just thought it was a really cool aesthetic they went with and I'm glad mm. they brought in some um other storytellers, Shima Shinya. And mm. the art is just well, like I just like the the style of the manga as well that they chose. Uh, Mizuki Sakakibara. Oh, I um, thought I was going
1: to Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you you can. That's I just fine. I just thought the That's style was really good. Can no, it's that.
1: fine. I'm getting Temple Archives uh, hijacked from me again. Yeah, all know. right. <laughs> but yeah, well, I mean, like, me. yeah, normal. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, go for. It. No, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just messing around. But yeah, I mean, it looks really good, right? Like on the cover, we basically got, um, oh no, I've already forgotten her name, Lily, uh, Lily, Lily. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, we've got lily Almost on normal name <laughs> I, that's i think that's why it messes with me right what the last name, Tora name. <laughs> yeah i don't even remember that by mentioning know. that but yeah uh but yeah so we've got lily on the right side of the screen and yeah it like it is also a very japanese aesthetic because they got the color wrong which kind of weirds me out but how many mm. times have you seen that it's the classic very faded out autumn leaves falling from a tree you know that kind of thing that serene and an active atmosphere of the leaves falling down around her while her lightsabers are activated but they're supposed to be red leaves man come on like that's it's the easy...
0: i thought <laughs> about that too and the only reason i i think they opted for gold rather than uh red hmm. a a lot of what the high republic has been so far has been white and gold
1: yeah especially so with of the of robes colors. and everything
0: like that and then red would only signify um signify sith signify guess, sith right? yeah yeah so what's i that i was like i can i can understand that and it's like you know she's like at least split one of them in half or something like that so it's like a training thing that she's doing mm. I so do like, like you know the, the pose she's like in, like rock lee catch all the leaves before they hit the ground <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you know <laughs> slice all the leaves before they hit the ground yeah,
2: yeah. i do love so. the pose though like she's in a really dynamic pose with like the lightsabers breaking mm-hmm. the borders
1: mm-hmm. it's it's what's the best way to put it it's like charged readiness like it's a very calm pose a but stance. you know yeah you know she's a, an instant away from attack koi <laughs> 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 Oh, Shindu. Uh, yeah, okay, we're just going to weave out this entire yeah. episode. we well, a podcast of Japanese this, phrases that we know from this Jojo.
0: Episode, <laughs> this, honestly, this episode calls for it because it is a manga. Like, this it's is true, the one true. where you
1: can Ooh,
0: you know For some reason, we didn't do it during visions, but we'll do it during. Nah, this, <laughs> this one is full Genkai Toppa. Go ahead. Do, <laughs> it, do what you need to because it's. Super this is cool. where we need to celebrate that especially <laughs> because the only other manga that we've covered before has been lost stars that's true which was also really well done and we've you know been i'm calling one of on my shelf yeah and we've mm. been begging for another one and i think volume two go. is released i think volume two is released um that's going to be something that we'll go over relatively soon mm-hmm. I believe. but it's it, it's one this is something i've been lo- looking forward to reading Mm -hmm. i'm not disappointed by it so far uh we'll get into all that just in a second but we are going to go over the authors um the pencils we've done that so far have Mm. we've known that justin ireland has been doing quite a bit for the high republic justina ireland yeah justina sorry ireland's been
1: oh no sorry yeah sorry i'm cutting you off there but yeah exactly this isn't the first Justine Ireland book that we've gone over. Uh, but this time we also got uh, Shima Shinya, like Dan mentioned earlier, is the other author on this project. And for both cover artist and penciler, uh, we have Mizuki Sakikabara. S- yeah, I said that right. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, they do a good job, honestly. There is only one thing that I think weirded all, probably most of us out with the character designs. We'll talk about that afterwards, though. But yeah. Um, there's a and in it. I don't even necessarily think it's her fault. No, it's definitely not because she's the penciler. It's whoever the ink was. I think it's she's just one both. Little thing. I think she's like the one who did all the art. Uh, well, I mean, inking sometimes is done by someone else. Oh, I, I okay. mean, comic book wise, I don't know about necessarily for a manga, but it's probably about the same thing. But either way, you know, we'll get into it soon.
2: Just a quick uh, side uh, thing. Uh, Justina Ireland has done a lot of Star Wars stuff in the last four years. Uh, mm-hmm. she did the lando's luck book spark of resistance series or oh, sorry book uh the test of courage high republic book mm-hmm. out of the shadows book uh the um high republic uh where was it mission to disaster as well it's coming up and path to deceit so mm-hmm. she's, she's mm-hmm. involved quite a bit she's one of like the main authors on the series so. yeah
1: yeah but, uh yeah without any further ado i think from here we will jump into our synopsis so as always, here's your spoiler warning. We're going to be given a real quick synopsis, and then we're going to be uh, you know, talking about this, assuming that you've read Edge of Balance. If you haven't, I think we all recommend it. So if you don't want to be spoiled, stop here, go read Edge of Balance, then come back. Uh, and before we get into this as well, I think it's important to point out that this uh, manga, it takes place after A Test of Courage and runs before and then concurrently with Rising Storm. So. With that being said, let's go into the synopsis. This comic starts not actually with Lily, but with Stellan Geos while Lily is narrating the things that the Jedi do and how important it is to protect people. As she's talking about that, we get to see Stellan Geos saving citizens on the world of Takla from the emergence. So we get to kind of see what Stellan was doing during that. Uh, After that, we get Lily and her, her master, Master Arkoff, who is a Wookiee, uh, discussing their duties and their worries and a bunch of things. It's a very one-sided conversation because they don't translate what Arkoff is saying for us, which I liked. It's 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 classic. It's Star, you know, it's Star Wars. It's it's classic Star Wars.
0: <laughs> Sorry, there's a there's one panel in that that really messed with me because it's just Wookiee speech and then she's just like, true.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, really? All right, cool. <laughs> but uh yeah, they're basically, it's mostly Lily just talking about how she's got some very vague misgivings and she doesn't really know how she feels about things and all that kind of stuff. It's very kind of vague and just kind of serves as a vessel to lead us to uh, what they're doing. So we kind of learn about how they're going to the planet Banshee and kind of amidst her self-doubts, Lily goes and talks with the colonists that they've got on this ship because it's a very large kind of transport ship. Um, we don't really learn any of the names with this. We just kind of learn that one of the guys, he's got this pod full of seeds and he's like, yeah, this is this is given to me by a friend before we left and I want to make sure that they grow and, and symbolize new life that we can start yeah. on on Man-G. And I'm basically one week away right? from retirement. And after that, I'm going to buy a boat and travel the world. Everything's going to be great, guys. Sure Nothing bad's going to bad gonna happen to this guy. <laughs> and Lou's like, yeah, we'll do it. And it'll be great. and Nothing bad will happen. And you're going to be a reoccurring character. Uh, not that I'm insinuating anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the transport lands on Banshee. And as Lily is kind of... Exiting and just thinking to herself more. We're introduced to the rest of the characters that we'll be interacting with in this book Which are two younglings. Uh, we have a togruten named Vivnia and a human named Nima and with them as well They are being scolded by someone who I thought was Nima for a little bit at first because they look very similar But it turns out it is another human with blonde hair named uh, Kirin who is Lily's Padawan, which was kind of surprising because the way she was talking to Arcos, I expected them to still be in a master Padawan relationship. I should have noticed she didn't have a Padawan braid though. Mm. Um, Yeah. So they kind of bombard her with all these questions and, you know, Vivnia and and Nima want to know a bunch of things. And Kieran's like, no, I'm the strict, I'm the stereotypical Obi-Wan Padawan. We don't get to have any fun. (laughs) Stop, stop trying to have fun. Go do Jedi things. Um, so that kind of scene plays out. We got a couple of other little interspersed things. It's nice. It's a little bit of a break. I was going to say a break in the action, but the action hasn't happened yet, but we kind of get, uh, Lily and Kieran meditating. And this message has been popping up in Lily's mind every once in a while, which is, uh, like, help me, Lily, like save me. And she's getting c- kind of concerned about it, trying to figure out what it means, how to interpret this message. Um, as this is kind of interrupting her meditations, Arcos shows up with Vivnia and Nima, and they're like, Ah, you know what'll knock you out of that funk is to actually fight. Here, go teach the younglings how you fight by schooling your Padawan. And so Lily just fucking obliterates Kieran as they're they're talking. I mean, there's a there's an interesting lesson in it as well where Vivnia's like, I don't understand why peacekeepers have death weapon or are holding like death sabers that just immediately kill everybody. Why are we doing that? And you know, the lesson resolves itself as we are peacekeepers. You need to use this weapon to defend, you know, just go around massacring everyone like a Sith, but we have this incredibly dangerous weapon so we can protect other people. Um, so after that, almost as if we're hinting at the fact that savers are going to be used to defend people. We get introduced to a couple of other people as everyone goes back to the temple. Uh, I have failed to mention that Banshee, the whole reason that all these Jedi are there is yeah, Banshee has a Jedi temple brings up some questions. We'll talk about that later. But we are introduced to the Archivist, Ruru, and Didi, who I thought would be another person, but it turns out to be a droid that kind of looks like a predecessor to the, the BDs.
2: Almost, yeah.
1: Mm. Um, As all that kind of stuff is happening, Lily's talking with some of the civilians as well. She talks to Mr. Kuba, who is the same guy who's holding all those seeds, and he seems very strange and like just not really responding to anything. Uh, they scan him at the hospital, nothing's wrong. Arkhoff and Ruru both kind of talk about how they should probably investigate the forest because there's some weird stuff happening there. So they're like, well, we could do it, but why don't we send all the young people? So Lily, Kieran, and both of the younglings to go investigate instead. What could go wrong with this thing where mysterious things are happening? So they go in to investigate. Um, we get another little bit of introspection here where Lily and Kieran are talking and Lily's like, yeah, the je- the the way the Jedi operate, you know, we're always supposed to be flexible and go with the flow of everything and do all this other stuff, but that's not how I work. I'm very inflexible. And I don't necessarily disagree with how they built their character, but this and something else that I was, I that they mentioned later on were kind of weird things to have for our character. Um, but they get, you get a little ban- banter from that too, where Kieran's like, Oh, so were you different as a Padawan? And Lily's like, do you think I was different as a Padawan? And he's like, not even a little bit. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so unfortunately, it's all interrupted by as they are investigating the forest, they stumble across uh, Mr. Kuba. And yeah, he's just made of wood now. Like, he's just a wood man, and all of his hair fell out, I guess, because his scalp's bare now. And as they're like, what the hell is this? The Drain gear attack, they show up, and just start running amok.
2: That's some good double paint spreads in this. Like, goddamn. Yeah, damn. yeah.
1: And there's a great. Uh, introduction for the drain Gear. It's very. They look very different from how they did in Into the Dark because yeah, they're like not
2: variants of them.
1: Well, they're less vine. They're less evil tenta or what are they called? They're less evil tangelas this time, and they're more to evil flower men. vine things. Yeah. yeah. Evil victory belt. I was already doing the Pokemon thing. Yeah, they still want meat. They're just doing different things now. Weirdly, so. uh as this gear has appeared, uh, Lily and Kieran are like, okay, younglings have to leave right now. It's like, good. You're smart. Okay. We're doing good things. We're not uh, doing them really stupid. <laughs> yeah. Go, exactly. Right. Go
0: attack them.
1: <laughs> yeah. So like, go, go to the infirmary, help people just do youngling things that don't put you into the line of fire. Um, the younglings are like, like yeah, we'll go help people run into the infirmary immediately run into a second gear that's hiding into the, on the roof. And it's like, oh, god," or ceiling, not roof. It's like, all right, cool. They ran straight into danger. Um, Arcos and Ruru show up to help uh, Lily and Kieran fight the Drangir, and as they're doing that, Lily's like, "Oh God, I can sense what's happening in the infirmary." Yeah. So yeah, so they immediately just book it to the infirmary. So now it's Arcos and Lu- and Ruru fighting the Drangir outside. So they get in and um, <laughs> manage to in my in my note I'll say what what I put in my notes here, but it is basically um, v- Vivnia anime summons Lily. Yep yeah where yep. she does the whole yeah because she literally does the like yeah help me help me Lily <laughs> and then Lily just fucking yeah just barrels in from off screen and I fucking love that takes up the drain gear it, it was such a moment where I was just like oh I've I've seen this <laughs> 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 that means she's going to appear right now yeah. um, and it's
2: like the shadow that comes in and then it like cuts to like her cutting it
1: like yeah yeah it's just, such just...
2: a good panel
1: yeah yeah the art in this is really really good honestly it's I'm not... in I'm in love
2: Let's... with the art style it's so oh, good oh yeah and
1: you know, we'll talk about that a little bit more later on, but um yeah, basically, they and they have a good plan too, where they're like, All right, um, we'll get the people uh, deeper into the temple. We need it to follow us somehow. And Lily goes, Did you notice that it attacked me when my when my lightsabers weren't on? I think they're going after the defenseless. So she gets everybody the younglings and and Kieran to keep the lightsabers on, and then she tries to run out with the activated lightsabers, and the dragon gear chases her. And she's like, Cool, it's working! How do I kill it? Hmm uh So then, she basically runs back to Arcos and Ruru, who are fighting the Drangir still. And as they're showing up, they're like, they're, they did something that I thought was going to be like a Dragon Ball joke, where Ruru is like, "There's no way that we can beat them." And then Arcos is like, "What if we try hitting them really, really hard?" Yeah. And then fucking like, yeah, Maul smashes the Drangir and destroys it. And I was like, "Is this a Dragon Ball joke?" Because <laughs> you know, and, and uh, sorry off on a tangent but in half the movies it's just like oh we weren't using enough key to punch them if we punch them harder they'll die well they don't say it like that but basically is how it works and i was just like oh okay so this is that kind of thing but no it isn't because then that destroyed drain gear splits into two different drain gear so now they have got those two and the one that lily's uh you know leading and as i are trying to figure out what to do from here basically long story short lily devises a plan where she gets to I don't really understand what happened here. so Maybe we can talk about this later on, but she basically goes down to a lake and then somehow gets her hands on oil instead of water from the lake and splashes that on the drain gear, lights it on fire. And then the, all of the assembled Jedi use the force to hold the wind and drain gear in place. So they can literally create a, um, concentrated fire tornado
2: i think they didn't want to do so it near the temple it was or like any like foliage
1: mm, the water yeah, was there maybe. so that it just in case they needed to put yeah. it out if it's
2: okay i think think because the, like, the the oil just appears
1: yeah, yeah. It, it's a very sudden transition from I'm at the water lake to now I have the equivalent of gasoline. Yeah, because you see like, her like, mm-hmm.
2: swirling it around, you're like, is that water? Is it? Oil yeah, oil? where did you
1: get that from? Why are you splashing it on the drain gear? Why is that on fire? Yeah. It's, 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 it's one second. of the only parts of the book that's very kind of n- not presented in the best way. Just, uh, that's the word I'm looking for. And, and in like, ease of readability, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically that does end the threat as far as it is, because all the dragon gear are ashes now. Um, the threats, yeah, threats ended. Lily finds Arcos and Stellan, who has now arrived on the planet. And it turns out, I guess, is what he was doing after um, Rising Storm. He's basically just checking on all the other temples, seeing how everything's going, making sure everything's okay. And Arcos, oh, sorry, he also points out that Arcos is going to be leaving with him on a mission to kind of get more Jedi Masters to help deal with the Nihil. And Lily uh, is kind of like, oh, so what does that mean? Who's going to be leading us? And Selen's like, well, I guess it'll be all of you guys. Yeah. She doesn't, he he doesn't straight up say like, it's on you now, Lily, Yeah. (laughs) but it's pretty close to it. He he didn't put the hand on her shoulder, Yeah. but he did it through the force. He he didn't do the all might next. It's your turn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just like pointing it. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah. So from there we get a little bit more of a breakdown. Um, this is the part where there's a part where Stellan and Arcos are talking a little bit, and then while they're talking, uh Stell or Lily goes and talks with some of the other uh settlers, and basically they're all freaking out, so she gives them a, a nice rousing speech about how you can't fe- be afraid of the unknown and you know, you, you have to... We, we're all going to work through this together and we're going to make Banshee a great place and there's nothing that can get in our way. And they're all like, yeah! And then we immediately cut to a Nihil mask in one of the Settlers' houses. It's just like, oh my God. All right, well, that makes sense, right? Because as this talk is kind of happening with Stellan and Arcos and, and all the other pe- uh, adults, I guess, they're talking about how something must have happened. Then the, the don't didn't just appear on this planet for no reason. And we learned that the wood ability is also uh basically something that the, these drain gear evolved from being on banshee but they don't know why but there's a lot of back and forths when Estelle and arcas are talking he says something that you know i'll talk about it later it was just a, it was a line where i was like eh. <laughs> some questions um yeah either way lily uh, then we see her training with the younglings and kieran and afterwards she has a vision of the drain in the night hill um and I got a couple parts out of order. Then she goes back to talk with the Doctor and Archivist and well, sorry, Ruru about Mr. Kuba, and we learn that that's an ability of the drinker seemed to have evolved. Um and then yeah, from there they kind of realize like, okay, so then that means that the Nihil probably brought them here, which means the Nihil are probably on the planet. Um and as they're kind of realizing that, we cut to one of the other settlers that we saw on the transport with uh Lily and Arcos in the beginning. I oh, like a background. Yeah. And I think that his name is Mr. Zaret. And it turns out that he is actually the Night Hill agent. He's talking, saying like, okay, what's the eye doing? Cause we need, I need to know something cause I'm pretty sure they're on to me now. And that's where it ends outside of that. There's a bonus chapter. It's a very short bonus chapter, but I think the important reason to bring it up is because it's, it ends up being what that helped me Lily is from. Um, So the bonus chapter is about the Bonchians, and it's Lily, Kieran, and uh, Vivnia and Nima exploring a cave, and they kind of mention as they're going in, like, maybe this has to do with all the settlers who've been complaining about uh, problems in the area already. Um, There's a very small kind of introspective scene where it turns out that Nima's a really talented crafter, and her and Vivnia are really good friends. It's a lesson about not being alone and how Jedi need, you know, those bonds of friendship to keep them strong. Um, They encounter two really sad traps. It's like a tripwire that leads to a pitfall trap that doesn't even get Nima up to her waist. And then, like, blunted arrows that hit them and don't break the skin. Um, And they discover the uh, Porg's done right. Sorry, I said that wrong. Uh, The (laughs) Bansheans. I love the (laughs) Bansheans. Oh, my God. (laughs) And they are literally just these little fluffball like bird things that have like the caveman looking Yeah, yeah. They're saying, well, they're just they're literally just the porgs done better. Yeah. Um, they're just because they're about the same size as the porgs, but they're a lot cuter because they have this like caveman mentality, like the hood. Yeah, and so it turns out you find what they've been stealing, and it's like plates and forks and knives. Because a fork for a banshee and is literally like a four pronged spear. Like that's how small they are. So they're like, ah, oh, yeah, we were stealing weapons and and defenses because the plates we can hide behind, and so That's it turns it turns into yeah, it's it's super cute, and you know it's 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 even the art style and the bonus chapters made to be a little bit more cutesy, and so they vary they they basically tell them in a thing where they're like, hey, you're stealing things, this area if you take from this area you're stealing from people, and they're like, oh well we'll give them back, and they look at the stuff and it's like it's like really shitty plates and knives and forks like everything's battered and dented, and they're like. No, you can keep them. Just don't steal anything else, okay? And they're like, yeah, yeah, of course. In their own little uh, language, because they basically speak like Wookiees, right? They just say the, the same thing over and over, or, or they just they speak, and you don't. And, but the difference is, no one can understand what they're saying. Um, they're just using the Force to be able to uh, deduce intent. And so they're basically, yeah, they, everybody leaves, and they're all happy. And now these Bansheans kind of know that they're stealing, and it's like, yeah. It's that's the end. Everything's real good. Um yeah, I mean that's basically the synopsis overall. It's a it's a short ish book. It's just the first volume. Um overall thoughts. I'll just get because it's kind of a negative thought before we get this out of the way first. Before
2: you oh. do, I just want to make a note of that last uh, hmm. bonus chapter. The yeah, yeah. artist is Nezu Usugumo. Usugumo? Gumo. Okay. Usu Gumo, sorry. Trying to get around Gumo? my, my yeah. Usu oh, Uh yeah. so he was the or she was the person who did the chapter for that, which is why the art style changed a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, that yeah. makes
1: sense. Uh, yeah, and honestly, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, and all the art styles are really good. That's not the negative thing I'm going to get into. So I'll jump into that. There, <laughs> it's such a minor thing. And I uh, I obviously don't think that either of the authors intended for it to come out this way. But specifically, when Stellan and Arcos are talking at the end of the, the chapter, they <laughs> Stellan mentions... She's like, oh, Lily must be the type of, of person who strives under criticism. And I'm like, really? The, you, of all the people you got to say it for, it's the Asian character. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it just, it was the first thing in my head where I was like, oh, yeah, because that's what we all, and again. Why you don't no get hundred, A+. Plus? yeah exactly right oh yeah no that's why i'm never nice to my child so that they'll strive for my love why aren't you a doctor oh, yeah exactly it was just it was one of those things that i've heard so many times growing up mm. thankfully not from my own parents but from other you know uh, other people's parents because i went to a a very asian high school so hearing that all the time being like no my child strives under criticism and meanwhile they're crying under this you hear that shima shinya
2: just... and justina ireland you have given <laughs> noma ptsd
1: well and who knows maybe that was something that that uh, shima had to grow up with too right you know <laughs> maybe awesome. better surpass something that came out you of that better. right but no it, again it was literally when i was like really but in my head i was like obviously this is not on purpose right it's just it's very unfortunate that that happened.
2: yeah that was i didn't actually put two and two together <laughs> until you just said that
1: yeah yeah and it was it was something where i was like i'm like i'm an outlier who's gonna think of that right most yeah. people will just go over their heads but... that's pretty funny uh, yeah, I mean, so, and the only other downside that I'd I mentioned earlier was that I don't know why, but whoever did the inking for Stellan, they made it look like Stellan Geos had black hair in this one. And it really, this threw was me really off. dark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like jet black. Um, and I was like, man, if you, if you, maybe they just ran out of toner, but if you just lighten that by like five shades, it would have been perfect Stellan. Yeah, because like, you don't like,
2: know what Stellan until it tells you.
1: Exactly. it yeah. looks like someone else until then. It, he still might have looked a little bit young. Maybe that was it, but I think it would have been a lot. Yeah, the art to be style like, yeah, maybe yeah, makes him that's...
2: slightly younger looking.
1: Yeah, man, but that's just kind of like an anime thing. So, True. right? I mean, uh, what's his name um, from The Elder? Tenzin.
2: Oh yeah, Tenzin. Who yeah. Are, like old as and hell? he was All supposed to be
1: super old, but he didn't yeah, he yeah, looked. he was. supposed, well, Yeah, fifties or sixties, but yeah, it looks like he's in his. He 20s. looked like he was in
2: his four. Like uh or the el- yeah the the jedi yeah, master right yeah yeah the master like, right he uh, he's found
1: like, in his 20s he felt Late like he 30s, was in his 40s, 40s. like you i know. thought he
2: was in his 40s but like he was tired as fuck
1: yeah he's supposed to be like 50 or 60 I think. yeah oh wow he's supposed to be older than qui-gon but interesting okay. yeah anyways um uh, again this is all just what i think too right I, i'm not saying this is a fact but mm. uh yeah anyways that's visions so edge of balance uh dan since you're the one who's most excited about this why don't we start yeah. off with you um looking through it
2: again honestly like the highlight of this for me was the art like just like this is some high Mm. quality manga i have read through a good amount of manga and just like the detail even in the backgrounds and just like as small things as you get like with people in the background and just like costumes and just like everything there's a Mm. high level of detail in everything that is drawn in here and i think it's because it's not, like, a weekly series like we normally are used to,
1: Mm. right? Um, Oh, yeah, you can take the effort and actually spend time. And that's the thing that kind of surprised me about this was I thought, oh, this was a team that made this, right? Yeah. It's just that... um, they had one lead artist right it was like oh mizuki is the the lead artist and then there's a team behind her but then kind of the more i read through it it was like no it was probably all just her kind of what you're saying right exactly and yeah because you're not limited to having four days to put out a manga yeah i'm not sure like the
2: process because i know like in japan the the process between like the artist the mangaka like drawing it making Mm -hmm. the story and everything and then sending it over to editing i don't know what that process is like for lucasfilm i assume it's pretty lacklustre like it's not super um, it's, it's probably more specific. western which is like yeah, even the probably, comics like i don't think there's a big editing process visually story-wise there probably is
1: I, i'm about to show my marvel bias before. here that's being generous maybe yeah it <laughs> doesn't look like there's a lot of a lot of there's a lot of the quality that comes out of marvel for the last decade has been pretty yeah. marvel comics been a, that's been why like a this ain't viz. yeah man i can
0: you do you know oh, yeah? one Captain America shot that it was just—it's
1: not good. <laughs> like spaghetti I, arms. Oh yeah, no, it's, I, weird. it's weird. Dude, there's there's so uh, dude. Uh, I've been a Marvel fan for so long, but ever since Marvel now, the comics have just been bad. I can't. It's bad. There has been there has been in the last ten years, 2012. There have been like a half dozen good comic runs out of all of the ones I've seen, where it's like. Um I can't remember her last name, but Jane is Thor. That was a good one. Yeah. In tandem with that, Thor Godslayer was great. Superior Spider-Man was fucking amazing. Eh well, Let's get back into <laughs> That's minutes. about it. But uh yeah what I'm basically saying yeah. from there is it it seems like I would assume they were using the same kind of Marvel E, Star Wars Comics E, because the Star Wars comics are in all honesty, a much higher quality than uh, Marvel in general yeah. lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm assuming they use that same kind of strategy with it. And then if you give those, that kind of freedom to a Japanese manga artist who I don't know if, uh, like, how, how much uh, Sakakibara Sakaki is in the manga industry, because I've never really read anything uh, by her before. But if you give them that much of an expanded, you know, timeline, for them, at least, right? They can probably do some amazing stuff, which then explains the art in this book. Well, Sorry, that was a very
2: long-winded I mean, con- comment for this. But... Have you heard of the manga Tiger and Bunny? Did she do that? That's who it is.
0: Oh shit!
2: Yeah. Okay. She did that. She did. Now Bayonetta, I feel Bloody like a dumbass. Fate, <laughs> Double Decker Doug and uh, Kirill and Nos SP. Uh, I'm not sure what that is, but yeah, she does uh, Tiger and Bunny, which is Damn, like a okay. very well-known okay. series. Yeah, seriously. On, on Mal, on my anime list, it has a 7.27 rating for the manga, which is quite high. So, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's who that is. I was like I recognize some of the art style. I don't read Tiger Bunny, but I've seen the art.
1: Okay. I can see that I can see similarities. You know, you know what I could probably use to get you to watch it? Mm. The the main voice actor, like the main character is Sanji. Oh, maybe I will then. Yeah. <laughs> um, <See ya. laughs> Immediately, That's awesome. Yeah, I, I only wa- – I didn't read Tiger Bunny. I've only watched it. so Okay. Uh, I know there's more stuff in the manga. Uh, As it usually is, yeah. Done. yeah. Yeah, But that's really cool. Yeah, that makes sense then. So she is at that level, right, that that pro-grade level. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's um, a very,
2: very well-known mangaka then. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would just say, like, story points-wise, um, I felt like there was – like reasonable conflict for the Drangier stuff coming up and like starting and like setting that up with the night who was invading through the refugee program and stuff like that i thought it was very well done mm-hmm. and you don't expect it to be that guy and then it's like completely like the guy that's in the background that you're like oh shit, it's that guy mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. um it it's, caught it's... me by surprise a little bit
1: yeah i mean it's it's done well because they never Bring them up, right? There's never a thing where it's like, I wonder who could be behind this. Oh, and dude, then he's yeah, you right behind you shadow. with like a shady
2: face, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Or that thing where it's like, oh, hi, nice seeing you, Lily, and then as soon as she leaves, it's like evil man face, yeah, you know, one of those kind of cliches, right? I did like but, the yes. Yeah, was... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say, yeah, it's done well. Um, I, I did like
2: the uh, the gear right? On this one, it, it was a different gear than what we normally see. And I like how they like notice, like say that, oh, maybe it's like evolved a bit more from what we've heard from the other stuff, right? um in terms of like it's more of a vine creature it splits into two which i think we've seen
0: before they do that yeah. but
2: the uh the actual um turning people to wood and things was really interesting um character wise i really enjoyed um i can't remember the the wookiee's name again again i i go Goddamn. the master yeah i can't remember his name uh Arcos. Arkos, thank you. Master Arkos. Yeah, Arcos. Sorry. Ar-kof. I was gonna say Arcos doesn't sound Wookie, but Arcos does. Um, yeah, Arcos
1: is from something else. No, yeah. I don't
2: know what. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I thought in general the entire story was actually quite good. I'm glad that the that Lily's kind of in charge after this issue, like this volume, to see like kind of how her growth goes with the Padawans mm. uh, the mm. temple. Um, on on Banshee and like what happens? Are they going to stay there? Are they going to move past Banshee after the next volume? Because um, that one comes out in May, May twenty fourth, I believe. Um, okay. So, honestly, overall, pleasantly surprised with this. It's not what I thought it was going to be in terms of plot wise, mm-hmm. but I was happy with what we got because, uh, yeah, the 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 parts with like the uh, the fight scenes between the the Padawans and her and like just like the the dynamic motion between fight panels and the double page spreads we get as well as just like force visions I just think everything's handled very very well um and just the high level detail in the in the drawings and you know the the decent story I would say mm. the story gave me I was I would give it about like a seven out of ten but mm. the actual art mm. style I would give it like a 8.59 out of ten for sure like oh, it 100. is solid
1: Yeah. Like the the story's biggest downside for me was that it's, we talked about it before, it's just the pacing. It's very slow. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of downtime.
2: And And I think it kind of leads itself to that because you're like, oh, it's like a refugee program. They're trying to get settled. And it's like, boom, everything happens at once, gets solved. And then they're back into it. Right. But yeah, I get you.
0: That was the thing that I really actually enjoyed for it because on the way there and they're talking about it and they get there and just like, you know, this is we're heading here because this is the second um uh Jedi outpost that we have in this sector. Mm. So it shows that they're clearly before all the threats and everything like that, they're clearly going through an age of expansion and they're trying like we know they're yes. trying to expand to the outer rim, like the middle mm-hmm. outer rim even more so. And they're setting up outposts and making temples and stuff like that, just so they can have those bases. They're just like, "Yeah, no, this is our second one. We're gonna do more. But since mm-hmm. we're we'll be building up, why don't you build up at the same time and we'll work as a community together?" And I love that because it shows how different it is from just like, "Oh, they're on Coruscant.
2: Yeah, and everybody's then there. you
0: know, that's it. Mm-hmm. And then you know, people don't know about them. And this shows, is like, no, we're all over the galaxy. So I want to mm-hmm. see how we get from, you know, Jedi everywhere and like." working in with communities and like there's no way like these people don't know who they are to how is it all of a sudden they're just gone and nobody's like oh we don't know anything about them right Mm so it's like i feel like it's got to be something between here and what happens with the sith before phantom like like at least 500 years before phantom menace yeah okay why is it why are they all of a sudden so unheard of um for the story itself what I really enjoyed, I think, was the the learning aspect from, like, she's a knight, how... how
2: Young knight, for sure.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it, not Vernestra levels, but it's like, you know, how long has it been since you've become a knight? Oh, you, you don't enjoy working with younglings and stuff like that because you feel like you can't connect with them because you don't mm-hmm. understand. But then as she shows when she's going through, it's like, no, you have a really good handle with them. Yeah, It's just that for whatever reason you feel like oh if you talk if you teach them this kind of way they won't respond whereas they're responding quite well to what she's talking about and the questions they throw at her she's got great answers for like when Mm -hmm. when um the Tegru'tan um younglings just like you know these are dangerous weapons like why do we use them it's just like and that's where like she quotes like the title of the book he's like you know Mm -mm. we have to find the balance between using a weapon of destruction and keep and it's she actually gets the youngling to respond with that. Mm. Whereas she just guides her along. It's just like you're doing a perfect job teaching. You have a Padawan who's really taken to you. And Mm. even when you see them meditating together, like even when her focus breaks, like he keeps his and he's asking her what's up. Mm -hmm. Because all the like the pebbles and debris and everything from her drop and he's still keeping his up and like what's up? Yeah he's like what's going on over there? Yeah. Like yeah. to show that level of discipline while still being like disconnected is like that's that's oh, yeah. amazing. And a lot of people wouldn't do that.
1: Yeah, because just to reinforce what you're talking about, right? Like she does the the thing that I'm sure Dan's probably familiar with because it's his job. But the teacher thing where it's you don't answer the question for them, but you give them the layup so that they can answer it themselves. Yeah, exactly. they have to
2: do the little last little bit of thinking. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like you basically you guide them to the answer, but you don't outright say it. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly it.
0: And just from there it's like she's got all those points right the little the little chicken things in the bonus chapter are great because Imagine it's just too. like you know yeah it's like mm. how do we communicate with them oh you're we just we've just explained that nema's really good with art and with constructing things and hey you draw stuff so that you know we can communicate visually mm-hmm. um and Another she got that thing. pretty quick because like they were they were pretty hostile, with their little forks and everything. Yeah. They were ready to go to war. Zero threat, and- but
1: very hostile. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, what is what is what is Lily? She's just like, I'm just gonna calm everybody down. It's mm-hmm. like it's a display of power. It's just like, what are you trying to become? Like a god to them? It's like, no, no, I'm just gonna settle everybody. Yeah. Okay, cool. And it's just like, okay, so what do you want? Oh, we have these things. And It's like, well, why'd you take them? Well, they mm-hmm. could—they don't consider it stealing because they think everything on the planet is for everybody yeah. to share. Yeah. Yeah. So at that point, it was just like, oh, so you know, you can't really punish them because that they didn't different. do yeah. it wrong so it's just like yeah you know don't take anything from structures that look like this but we're going to mm. set up a little zone so if we put things out there and we'll talk to the settlers so it's like, hey, yeah. put things here and they'll come through and they'll just grab them okay yeah. and then they'll bring stuff and they'll put it there and then you grab yeah. them now you have, have a symbiotic relationship yeah. exactly it's just it's like you're already building a good relationship with everybody on sentient beings on the planet so it's just like, that's going to go long ways for the Jedi. That's going to go long ways for the Settlers. It's going to go long ways for the Banshee. So it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, all this is working well so far. And I love that even in like a little like, you know, golden at the end of the episode, it's just like, <laughs> we, we have something great. Like we have doctors and an archivist is perfect because you want to start making records as soon as you make Planetfall and everything. So mm-hmm. you need to record everything mm-hmm. that's going on um so they've got a good foundation for the place there so i love the world building that they're doing for all this currently it's so simple it's simple things but it's necessary stuff and the slow pacing and everything for that really reinforces it um the whole fight with the Drenier at that point where you know you have a master and archivist fighting together and the whole what do we do what do you do i love how he just kind of sighs me like i guess i can't hold back on this thing where it's like why were you holding back in the first place
1: dude? But then you get better to see use hundred percent of my power just yeah. once,
0: <laughs> and so you see big Wookiee smash come down, yeah. and it's just like, "Oh, you cleave that thing, man!" But then I—that's when I remembered um, our Jedi Wayfinder, yeah, who was fighting on no. her own. I no, it wasn't her. Or,
1: ex Jedi Wayfinder, no um, no, no, no she the wasn't Monster even. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, And yeah. She was just like when she was fighting in the forest, and she was doing then just like, "Oh, okay, there's more now."
1: Ah, oh, God. How do I do what with her this name? shit? Yeah. We're going to start with the think. I think. All I remember is she was Tholothan.
2: Yeah, I can't remember her name, but she's in the yeah. uh, Monster of, of Temple Peak or something like that. The, the comic we'll be covering eventually. Oh, well, and Rising Storm. And right? Rising she Storm. Was, um, she was
0: in Rising Storm, yeah.
1: And, yeah, and so, Crash Point and Tower. To Crash Point Tide, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those, those are simultaneous books. Yeah, it starts with a T, I think. Yeah, it's bugging me that I can't remember her name. And just seeing that because,
0: like... We have, have Buryaga already, but we haven't actually seen him fight because he's more on the empathic route. Yeah. Whereas mm. when we see, like, okay, this is full-grown Wookiee, big guy smash, yeah. right? So seeing that was, I like to see the, the difference between that. Just be like, you know, how do you temper that Wookiee aggression with Jedi yeah. teaching? And when you marry them, they become something... Fierce. Peacefully... Yeah
1: evening <laughs> well especially because that's not really as far as i can remember i didn't read a lot of books with him. granted but that's never really an issue we ever had with lobacca was it no yeah he he always just seemed to be fine sorry dan we're talking about an eu I, yeah. oh, I don't okay.
2: know a lot about him i just know he's like the yeah. first wookie jedi we saw
1: he's just kind of there i don't really remember him doing anything important
2: i think that's why we're starting getting more wookie yeah. jedi because people are like oh that's a really cool concept let's go with it and like the yeah. trend jedi because like ooh, those are really mm. different mentalities because,
0: right especially because with skier look we talked to there was the night hope that was like i've seen trend oceans hunt and mm-hmm. i saw the glint in his eye yeah and i i thought i was dead <laughs> just from that right so it's just like yeah wookie yeah. <laughs> on the other spec on the other end of that same spectrum who's just as dangerous um so i liked seeing from his philosophical teachings and talkings with lily to him in combat um the the whole drunier art style. I was thinking more of like, rather than evolution, was it an age thing? Or are these ones older? Are the, these seeds ones are older like the seeds are older, Like the seeds, they brought them, they sprouted, and we saw yeah. all those branches broken and everything like that. It's like, if they're really young and they haven't had time, because the ones we see in Outer Shadows, they've just been in stasis.
2: Yeah. They yeah, were frozen whereas these solid, ones, yeah.
0: if they've just sprouted up and that's why they look more tree like than viney and anything like that they haven't had a chance to feed too much they're not or, very mature you know, yeah anything. so maybe the reason these guys are turning into wood is because they've absorbed them of everything and whatever they've implanted them with or left them with has been like it's just like parasitic taking we over. know that
2: happens we know mm-hmm. there's this this is like a give and take right
0: exactly mm-hmm.
2: so That'd be interesting,
0: you know, because they're so young, they can't control how much they take or what they leave behind or anything like that, and that might mm-hmm. be the cause of I like that why, idea, these, yeah. why they've been petrified. Yeah, so I, I was like... like. Sorry, go ahead
1: Oh no, I, I was just also going to say I like that too. It, that would just be ironic too, because it means that that then in race to Crash Point Tower, the gear all looked like that, mm. so they were it's... all new.
0: It's it's very it's it's very interesting and if that's what they were trying to go for with the other because like the way they were hiding and everything like that they have just enough tendril to like you know keep that one that kept itself on the ceiling mm. and that that page and the art was great because as it's on the ceiling they have that whole half shaded yeah and then yeah. as she looks up she's like <laughs> oh god the, the both younglings are like oh god and it's just dropping down right on them yeah okay. I, yeah
1: that yeah. that was
0: an insane scene.
1: Oh, yeah, Yeah. no, that moment, I I remember getting to that page and being like, oh, no, they might both be dead. I thought they were going to die, and we were going (laughs) to have
0: tragedy to start with, and that was going to start to cause the rift between the Jedi and the people where they really started Mm -hmm. to, like, back away. But not the case. And I'm kind of happy it's not the case. Yeah, I'm happy the way it went. That shouldn't happen just yet. Yeah, it's Um, too early. I think... But overall, this. Sorry. sorry. Like, overall, this volume is really... It's been really interesting. It's a great start. It has me interested for the second bit. Like, Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't just like, oh my God, that was great. It was just
1: like, good start. I'd love to see more. More, please. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Oh, definitely. Um, Same thing we said during Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. uh, You know like i'm not disappointed oh, i just i just need more again yeah, it's exactly. all new
2: characters too so we don't really have any preconceived notions about
1: exactly it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: i mean it's already doing better than some of the high republic stuff that we've gone through right because there are definitely. high republic characters that are introduced to us still that we're not, we're not by the end of the book yeah, yeah.
0: um there's just some... so odd seeing him in hearing stalin in the books where he's yeah. not having a major role Mm-hmm. seems like okay like this everybody loves this guy like when lily sees him from being that stoic kind of you know we need yeah. to do this yep. i focus i'm stalin it's just like yeah. what he, he is he like a legendary he's the poster yeah, it, boy it's,
1: of it's, the jedi it's order giving him like the same level of prestige as obi-wan yeah basically which i don't think necessarily is a bad idea but then it's just like a hard cut to him get almost dying to like three different night because he refuses to attack yeah and being like, this is not what everyone Obi- would
2: do. Yeah,
1: i will we see, right? But yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's just
0: like I, they 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 nerf him, but they pipe him up, and they, it's just yeah.
2: Remember, yeah, this takes they place really before to, that, so that makes yeah. sense.
0: They really need it's, to focus on like what's gonna be his point of mm-hmm. does he have that focus or was he what's just his like growth? everything was so simple where he he just rose through normally. He loves lightsaber combat, doesn't want to fight.
1: Mm-hmm. what Does, doesn't want to kill vicious terrorist murderers mm-hmm. tries to reason with, like what instead.
0: have you done you love forms you love talking about them you love lecturing about them you love dis- show giving displays and doing mm. all that here's your chance to actively use them and really inspire some people because you know people like... will be inspired by combat like if you go watch a martial arts Uh, demonstration or anything like that Mm. how many people want to be like i want to do that yeah or see somebody at the top of their field do something incredible and that it will just inspire you and here you have your opportunity to do something on a world stage on a galactic stage because everybody knows what's happening with with valo during that attack it's just like and you say no all you want all you do at the end is cry (laughs) like it and that did do something for people Mm. because it showed that you know jedi are and alien, I'm gonna use the phrase human too, but yeah. they still yeah. have Im- emotion. Like, good, you showed that, but you should also show that you guys have skill and you're not to be messed with. Exactly. Yeah,
1: it's it's just, yeah, it's presentation, right? If Stellan yeah. actually dispatched Nihil. So I'm hoping that, you know.
0: <laughs> so I'm hoping that something either with this series or just in general in the next few books really flips that switch on Stellan to show mm-hmm. why He's achieved that such a high rank, and why mm. he's the poster boy and all this, because everybody around him is like really starting to burst up, mm-hmm. and whereas he should be at the top of that list w- alongside like Jedi like Avar and uh, Elzar.
1: Yeah. Elzar I'm man, because like... a good yeah, a good duality is none of us are saying, oh man, I hope Elzar man gets stronger, because he's. He's, great. he's already powerful. Look at what he's yeah. done so far. He was fine in the last book, even with the dark side.
0: Yeah, Avar has yeah. got whole battle meditation and everything. Yeah, working she's for very her. strong. Yeah, but so she's also very confident
2: it, in her abilities. That's yeah. the
0: niche—the niche skill where it's just like, okay, that's her thing. Nobody's mm-hmm. gonna match her for that. Elzar, it's like clearly force ability, mm-hmm. insane. We've seen Stellan do some good stuff with the force, but apparently, and the way it's being written. His focus is lightsaber combat.
1: Yeah, but he just isn't good at it.
0: <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh,
2: I think the main thing with with Stellan. I mean, we're off topic, but the mm. thing with with Stellan, I think, is the amount of time that the Jedi have been stagnant in terms of like actual on the ground fighting. St- I like, can
1: see where you're going. About with the that. combat
2: and like not yeah. being like knowing the 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 style of combat versus a Jedi because you're always sparring against Jedi and stuff like that, and then you like you don't actually use it day to day in, like, I, a, okay. a very com- conflict-based, like, life-or-death situation? Point. I have a I don't think a so. Point. Anyway,
1: go for it. My counterpoint is named Orba Lynn. What about him? Did Like, him killing, kidding? like, or, or force-pushing? Because with what you're saying... Yeah. Then, by that logic, Archivist should be in an even lower tier than Stella. But, yeah. I mean, that's the Except... thing. like It depends on the character, right? And but st- he was
0: toying with uh, yeah, Lorna he, D. He, he,
1: he oh, doesn't take... As moment of that fight seriously, and he embarrasses Lorna D.
2: Yes, he doesn't actually like
0: kill her though, right? No, <laughs> he, but he's he
1: ready did. to fight and defend. Yeah. He yes. also did something to her where it's pretty clear he didn't care whether or not she lived or died. Yeah, oh yeah, was, for sure. He, he
0: left it up to yeah. fate. Whereas Stellan had three background character grunt. Nihil, come here! him, and he's like, oh, oh no, oh, I'm being attacked. But I feel like oh. that's
2: the difference between Orbalin and him, right? Like Orbalin is a but different character than he is. But yeah, no, a it's frustrating. Comparison. You're seeing a, <laughs> you're seeing the character struggle in a way that's like not—it doesn't really make sense to us.
1: Yeah, because you're telling me that this character's supposed to be High, High Republic Obi Wan Kenobi. He's a master, and yet High Republic Jocasta Nu is schooling him. Yeah, it's not—it's weird. A good comparison, but yeah. so for, for Edge of
0: Balance, I'm really hoping that if. Hmm. If we can get just a little more exposition, or maybe you know, get a bit of history, because since Lily seems to have this great like respect for him, yeah, mm-hmm. if she's had interaction with him in the past, maybe we'll have some flashback panels, maybe something yeah, else, true. so that when she's trying to teach the younglings or she's trying to communicate with even her own Padawan, maybe she'll take she'll take mm-hmm. some comparisons from there as well as from Arkov and try to bring that because we've seen those two masters now. Yeah, she might confer with the archivist as well, Ruru, I think. Ruru, yeah, um, yeah. Ruru she might confer with all them, but uh, just to give that sort of like, you know, bring all that and shape her character around it as well. Cause we will see growth from her. Mm. Um, I lo- I really want to see more. I'm liking mm. this so far, but it's, it's, it's definitely a good volume. If you've, if you've not checked it out yet. And if you've just wanted some kind of, you know, should I be looking into this? Is this a series I want to invest in? Definitely check it out. Um, final thoughts on edge of balance. Well, no one uh, hasn't said much
2: yet. I just wanted to say two things before I forget we them. started it off. <laughs> I mean, he didn't say all of his stuff. He said some negative things that he was... Okay. Um, two things that I just wanted to go over quick. Uh, one was the fight with Drengear and Lily's solution to it with the oil and, like, using the Force instead of lightsabers to do combat and, like, all the Jedi working together using the mm. Force to make that, like, firestorm. Mm. Very cool. You don't see that very often in Star Wars hmm um and just well, almost, to be
1: fair it's very rare that lightsabers don't work on an enemy
2: right and the other thing too is a very similar aspect to like when the oil was being moved around very um avatar the last ambrender-esque with water bending oh that was mm-hmm. really cool um and the banshees from the bonus chapter tontadas from one piece they're like little fairies that like steal stuff. Oh, with the leaves and really. like that. But like um. it's it's a close comparison. <laughs> yeah, I thought I, so, I yeah. I see what you mean. They're but... stealing like just random shit.
0: Yeah. I will tiny. I will <laughs> dis- not dispute you but I'll bring up something that this is from like Clone Wars the the initial one, the the really cartoony one. Um it was Yoda mm-hmm. and Windu who were fighting like an army of battle droids. And, yeah. up yeah. and they did that, that
1: super yeah, yeah, yeah. like
0: double force, which wiped out an entire wave before the yeah, next one yeah. came. Like, we don't see that happen too much because if in the Clone Wars, especially is what we have, where we see a mm. lot of Jedi in action, it's always either your general and your commander and then your troops. Yes. Mm. So you'd never have that, like, look at that. We have like four Jedi yeah. right there. Well, in in you'll never see that in the modern stuff.
1: Yeah, the right. other one that, that I always think of, too, is from that same, uh, you know, Genny Tartofsky. I hope I'm not butchering his name. Creator of Samurai Jack. Uh, from his same Clone Wars series. The Obi-Wan doing the Force detonation when he's fighting Dirge. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's the other one that always comes up. But yeah, you're right. Like, most of the times, it's much more basic Force stuff.
0: So mm. it's it's nice to see, especially because they're trying to show bonds and why you must remain together to be strong. Mm. like. The only other times I was just reading one of the Tales of the Jedi books just about like the, the really, really ancient ancient ones like mm-hmm. you Nomi know, um Star or something. And, uh, like, Control, oh, and Law, yeah, all yeah That's
1: right, that's right. The like, the old comics, right?
0: Yeah. They yeah. do a lot together too. And you still see like as they fight, like it's they're they're all there, but they're all very individual. And that that's why like enemies like exar Kun and all them they, they can take them apart no problem mm-hmm. so it's nice to see like this being reinforced like together we are one together we are the force we are the whatever we are the republic we are all one mm-hmm. republic That like that that's i like that message that they're trying to show and they're really mm-hmm. doing a good job of portraying it and again it, i love the setup for it because i can't wait to see how it falls
1: yeah <laughs> that's yeah it. exactly But it's also a good point with that fire scene is I think it's, it also brings up something that we don't see a lot. Um, And it's never really, they don't really ever go into it, but it's, it's the fact that I think one of the big parallels or not parallel, sorry, the opposite. One of the big differences between light side, dark side Mm. is you kind of see that when you're more tuned to the light side, you start to have more of an influence over your environment and everything around you. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Sith, with exceptions, obviously, but for the most part, the stronger you become with a Sith, it's just the more you can use your Force powers on other things. Yeah. Not losing in- that in-, in harmony. Yeah. Losing that attunement, right? So kind of seeing something where it's like, you know, the Sith, I'm sure, could have done something like what uh, Lily does with the Drangir, but it would have been so much harder for them. Right? For sure. Having having to work together. <laughs> Are you yeah. kidding me? Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I like that little distinction, too, of just seeing that more, just kind of showing that that greater divide, right? Because there's yeah. so many people who are like, well, I'd be a Sith because I don't, this emotion stuff, hiding that is bullshit. And It's like, well, then you kind of see what you're actually getting into, right? Yeah. And and you're I, not in tune with your environment anymore because you're too busy being selfish all the time. I think the big
2: thing with the higher public, too, is like they always say it's okay to feel the emotions. Just don't let them um, dictate your behaviors, right? Like, don't yeah, let I mean, them, abs- like, don't absorb them and make that your, um, oh, I can't remember the word I'm trying to say, but it's, like, it's essentially like, don't let the emotions rule over you.
0: Yeah. and I think that's something that Arkoff and Lily were talking about where it's just like, you know, it's okay to, you know, be one with yourself. It's okay to acknowledge that the, the, the refugees are suffering. You mm-hmm. have to accept that to understand what they're going through but you can't let that completely influence you to keep you narrow-minded you yeah. still have to keep yourself open mm-hmm. and so it's it's it was a really interesting thing and again that's what you have to really look at that the balance that you have to keep <laughs> edge
2: of balance yeah i love you the name you really
0: have but you really have that's why i, I think everybody got away from it except Qui-Gon where it's just like mm-hmm. balance is important mm-hmm. but like everybody's like oh, well, the light, the light, the light so it's actually like no, like everybody's so scared of the things that might lead you to the dark where we're just pushing them all away entirely where mm-hmm. it's just like you need to be aware of this stuff you need to live
1: yeah but you need to experience you, the world and like yeah, the galaxy otherwise
0: you are just a monk droid at that yeah. point yeah or balloon so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah it'll be interesting to see because yeah in two hundred and again, I think two hundred years isn't enough it's time, but fair. in in two hundred years, all this goes completely one eighty yeah or even more extreme
2: right? it'd see it'd be interesting to see how it goes for sure
1: yeah and i'm I'm curious about it too, because that was the only thing that bugged me with the art, and it's such a minor thing, it doesn't really matter, but when they showed the Banshee temple. Mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, we've been here for five years. I was like, that thing looks like it took 200 years to build. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like, again, it the castle with, yeah, with all these, yeah,
1: with all these vines wrapped around it and stuff, yeah. though, I'm like, this looks like something I'd see in Elden Ring. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Don't tell me you built this in five years. <laughs> that thing that the, the Lego androids, not actually, but, you know, the, yeah. the ant droids that we making in, Man- in uh, sorry, Mandalorian Season 3, it didn't look like that. but. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Which is um, why I'm curious to hmm. see if like, things like the Acolyte and all that coming up for the whole of the High Republic, hmm. if it's going to be another insidious thing where it's going to be like, you know, they're going to influence either Roe or whatever his pet thing is right now hmm. that's really messing with people. If that's going to shatter the Jedi so much that they're just like, you know what, no, we got to back off from everything. Mm-hmm. And we really got to take a few years to step back and just consolidate and all these outposts start getting abandoned and left yeah. and misused and all that, and then forgotten about entirely.
1: I, I wonder. Like I wonder if the threat, this whatever this Sith beast or whatever Martian's getting into, if the only way to defeat it is going to be to abandon emotion.
2: Yeah, I was about to say that, like abandon mm, fear, yeah. and like again, just abandon everything.
1: Yeah, be, right? become basically a robot, that and would then make you a lot can of actually sense. beat it. I could see that happening, right? Yeah. The the problem there, I think, is that you have too many legacy characters. Or it's like, how did none of you guys realize that it was time to stop, right? Yeah. Like, because if that's the case, it makes sense. But then I feel like Oporancis or Yoda at some point would have been like, okay, guys, the Sith threat's gone. Like, me. Let's go back mm-hmm. to normal. Yeah, it's been 200 years. Right. Yeah. But eh, we'll see. I mean, it's, I mean, my own final thoughts on this... I really want to see Lily meet Vernestra now.
2: I do too. And Kieran very meet similar. Imri. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And just kind of learn from each other, right? Because that is Vernestra's biggest downside right now is Imri asking a question and her being like, I d I don't know. Mm. I have no idea. Um so her being able to learn that from uh Lily mm. and then Lily maybe learning, okay, I can I can open up and, and be a little bit more of a uh emotive master for Kieran. Mm and then kind of grow that bond that way. I think that would be pretty pretty cool. I think so too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think design-wise, uh, the book now loses minus 10 billion points for me for uh, not having an explanation on why Lily wears her katana, oh, sorry, lightsabers like that. Katana sabers? Because they won't get it, to a katana saber apart from the dark it, it, it makes zero sense. I mean, it, it looks, it. you know, people like Dan love it for the design choice, mm. but it, every time I look at that, I'm like, well, this, the, there aren't any blades for you to be having against your sides why are you doing this yeah, there is there's, a panel you're just increasing
2: there's a panel here this one uh yeah hmm. this one where it shows our
1: viewers to see
2: her uh, lightsabers kind of like on her hips and they're just like kind of sticking out
1: it hmm. literally is, okay so the scene that dan's showing is it looks like the the, the lightsabers are are basically going like just resting on her hips
2: yeah they are. They're like on a hook on her hips. too. How yeah. how do
1: they stay like there's that? There's a hook. Thing. There's a little hook. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like right but, right right there there's a little hook on the still top. That's stupid
1: to me because what you've now done is you've made it so that if you ever ran into a Sith or a Force-sensitive <laughs> person, yeah, they just go, oh, what happens if I hit the activation switch? And it just immediately goes through your I heads. mean, that's like no. any
2: fucking Jedi, though. Like, imagine if you turn it on for any Jedi that's, nah. like, dangling by their foot. Like, it's going to no, kill—it's it, going to take their little foot off. Still down. It down, though. Yeah, you
0: might get singed from the heat. Yeah, yeah you, like, you might take a—, a It's not going to take alert. on your hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to kill you.
1: and yeah. Which it's would just, just mean she has to have that bubble up constantly. Yeah. And it still bugs me because if you had them the opposite way, and you had them by the um, the sword guard, you know, the very butt of the sword, mm. if you had the h- hips hooks on like that, you could do a pseudo uh, battle jutsu. Sorry, quick draw technique, yeah. and actually, you know, get the lightsabers out and have them active and stabbing someone as you're grabbing them. But this way, it's just. You know it's, yeah again it's it's made in a way because it's supposed to look like a samurai thing mm-hmm. but it doesn't really make sense in that world yeah design so, wise yeah, it's cool looking to a degree exactly. and then you're like wait yeah. a minute it's it's too and i mean no offense dan it's to get all the weebs fired up
2: <laughs> i mean i'm not like, a huge fan of like
1: being a son, but. <laughs> like after
2: seeing it in the manga and like it being in thing like the only thing i loved about it was the part where let me see here this part where she like draws them from mm. from her hips and like it like crossing them over but you can get that with yeah. pretty much any way that they're on your yeah. your hips right but i think. mean
0: that, like that's that was the, like Noma said that scene is specific for people just to oh yeah
1: like, oh, it look cool yeah, i'm but, like that's badass it's, it's, it's like but also that it doesn't same, make sense yeah ahsoka has that same arc activation i love her so much more yeah where she goes so like cool right next to both. each other yeah she has them right next to it and then activates them so the blades are just going past each other yeah so cool so but, i mean yeah it's a nice scene when she does that activation but it's the same also you're like you're doing like a this i guess or something well, you still have you, to draw because
0: if you try to at the yeah. same time you end up hurting yourself exactly
1: you you because you have to clip from the shot that dan was showing she she has to cross her arms to do it so if you don't activate it properly you're losing an arm i like, always ask I uh,
2: mizuki about it
1: <laughs> i don't know if it was her decision
2: though oh that's true it could have been uh shima or justina as well Anybody's yeah. right. Who
1: knows? Or, or you know, Maybe whoever, ex- around the around the planning table, whoever came yeah. up with the yeah. a- anyone like, anyone in editorial could have. Been, oh, it'd be cooler if it was flipped around though. So it was like a real samurai. It's
2: just like samurai, L I L Y. Get out of here!
1: <laughs> All right, <laughs> Lily's not. <laughs> kids doesn't exist. Four kids is, a, is an evil rumor.
0: <laughs> Any final final thoughts on? Four kids is a mistake on volume one. Of I'm Agibas. so excited for volume two. All right.
2: Yeah, uh, we're now going to move
0: interested. on to our rankings for this one. And we us start in the same order we did. Uh Noma, going to start with you. Your oh. ranking and it, honestly, if you need to temper it from illustrations and art versus story and you want to combine those, you go right ahead. Go for, if you yeah. want yeah. if you want to put one, if you want to put two for this one and separate them because of reasons, that's totally fine too.
1: Yeah, that's that's super fair. Um I I think honestly though, the story doesn't bug me enough where it's like like, oh, this is this is garbage. There's not enough action in this. What is that? Like, it's not like that. It was just one of those things where it was just like, eh. You know, story's not great, but the art's amazing. And I'm still, it, like, you know, just like you guys, I'm interested in seeing more. So maybe my rating will change with edge, the next Edge of balances that are coming out. But for an intro, oh. I'm giving this one an 8.5.
2: Can you say that again? Uh, j- just
1: for an intro, you got to start oh, okay. there. Yeah. But honestly, just for an intro, I'm giving this one 8.5. Okay. Which is, I mean, it's the highest I've given for a High Republic comic, but yeah, we've kind of talked about it. As much as I loved Keith Trennis, there's some weird stuff that happened in that comic. The, the, those story issues actually bugged me a, a fair bit. And the High Republic adventures in itself was mm. like interesting, but it's kind of weird. So I definitely think Edge of Balance so far is the best comic high republic comic that we've read so far and i think that's why i'm giving it an 8.5
0: all right 8.5 for noma dan yours and i know you've been looking forward to this one so (laughs) is there going to be bias in this one is it going to be like you know based on what you read and saw you're hyping me up man yeah
2: (laughs) i gave it i gave it an eight Oh, this is going to be two in a row. I think it's
0: I think it's, it's, I think it's because
2: like I'm doing it through like all of Star Wars material right now. And like yeah. some things that like I feel like there could have been something extra in there that like maybe an extra bit of story. Like I feel like it was short. You know what I mean? Like I felt like it yeah. was a yeah. little short, for,
0: especially for a volume. Yeah,
2: this felt like five issues or like five uh, chapters of like one piece in a manga where normally a volume has 10. Hmm. So I think once I read Volume two, I might give this a higher higher ranking, depending okay um but like looking at all of my stuff, like I gave uh Rising storm like an eight point5 what else is eight point5 into the dark uh, which I gave this I would say is just below that i mean it, it, it's it's coming to it like I gave Light of the Jedi an eight, and I feel like for me, an eight just makes sense like the the thing hmm. that really brings it up for me is the art style. I think the story is good but it's nothing like oh wow right like I felt like the art really lended itself to this story and made it that much better because mm-hmm. if I read this in a book mm-hmm. of just words or like an audiobook yeah it would have had oh, a completely have, different impact so yeah. Yeah. yeah it would have been almost like race crash point tower in terms yeah. of like mm-hmm. enjoyment but the art really brings it to life and I love oh, that yeah
1: and that's that's why and that's that is a good point because you're like you said you're judging it based off all star wars material i'm just basing it off the comics yeah yeah and even more specifically in that just the High republic comics mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah that's a fair point
0: all right noma you are once again taking the highest rating Ooh, for the second temple archives uh, <laughs> in a row actually because i was pretty similar with dan on this one i gave this one an not a 58. I gave one an 8 as well. But similar reasons. Um, mine was more so... I honestly... The art, if I didn't have it, I don't think I would have suffered as much. And I am comparing Suffers. this... Jesus. No, <laughs> no. You well, suffer, or suffer or the score suffer? Hard. The score. Oh, okay. Because <laughs>
2: I thought you said you. I'm
0: like, oh, God. <laughs> Just because, again, Race the Crash Point Tower was... I just did not enjoy. And yeah. if there were a lot of factors as to why I didn't enjoy that one. Uh, a lot of those didn't appear in this. And if it was, like you were saying, if it was just text, mm. if it was just audio, I still would have been okay with it because I actually really liked the story. The art did lend to it. But for me, it wasn't the art saving the slow story. I liked the slow story. I wanted I mean that sort well. of pacing. Oh, yeah.
1: Because... So, sorry i was, I was just, yeah. like if if this was race to crash point tower logic it would have been lily and kieran telling vivnia and nema that they're the only ones who can do this yeah and don't worry even though you're younglings you'll figure it out somehow and they do mm. it's just like no the smart thing is run oh they told exactly. them to run. they right. weren't they didn't think there was a second drain gear obviously not because why would you so it all makes sense like the logic
0: and ev- the way everything progresses is just like perfect we're trying this we're trying this we're trying this but we're making the smart decisions as the times are coming along mm-hmm. so when we realized all of our decisions don't work all right let's think outside the box cool mm-hmm. do we need the younglings for this no they're younglings they're still learning stuff we'll tell them about it afterwards mm-hmm. and this will be a good lesson to be like you know sometimes maybe a lightsaber isn't you need. sometimes the force is not you need. Mm-hmm. sometimes you need Conventional stuff in conjunction with all of that being mm-hmm. Jedi, yeah. and what does it mean to be a Jedi at that point? Yeah. So also, I hope they really delve into that.
1: Oh yeah, and then also just sorry, going off what you were saying beforehand. Or man, I I will I will keep having it that score at eight point five. I will give it that point five just because Vivnia and Nema weren't like, no, we can help. Let yeah. us stay and fight And then they were like, no, no, I don't know what this is. <laughs> but not, they, we are not ready no
0: thing they didn't know what it was but they still knew they had a job to do so they weren't yeah. just running away they were going to help
1: yeah that was yeah. the
0: biggest thing for me where it's just like okay bye yeah and then running not, was like what do we do now i guess we could do this
1: it was just like yeah. no we
0: have our instructions too.
1: do we're them. still yeah, having, having smart child characters yeah is just such you know not using them for plot conveniences that then screw everything up there's so many points
2: I think I right. answered right. Like it was a solid plot. Like there was nothing yeah. I was like, hmm. "What?" Except for the barrels of oil. That was it. I was like, "Where do those come yeah, from?" It was just because like when it yeah. shows the lake, it doesn't show any barrels near it, and it's like, "Oh, wh- like what?" where, yeah, do those where come from? did you it's get those from? But I think that's why she said she needed time because she needed to bring the barrels over to the lake mm. or something. Mm. Um, it's just
1: the same. It's yeah, you it's know, kind of like we said. It's just it's not shown in a clear path. It's the equivalent of, if you've ever, if anybody who's listening knows the ancient meme of what does King Crimson do yeah. from JoJo's, <laughs> because it was not shown well in the manga, because mm-hmm. how do you show that in still images? Yeah. So. Hard to do. I mean, even a lot of people have watched the manga, or the anime don't even understand how King Crimson works. Yeah. Because oh, it's so, weird. so confusing.
0: Yeah. I've watched it over like three times. <laughs> like, okay, sure.
1: We'll talk after.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks for staying with us for this long. Coming up, we have our outro where we can find out what we're covering on our next episode of Temple Archives. Welcome back and thanks for being with us for this episode of Temple Archives, The Edge of Balance, Volume 1. Uh, Noma, would you like to let the listeners know what our next book will be for what we're covering?
1: (laughs) I like the pause you have there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, our next book is going to be The High Republic, Midnight Horizon, and I'm sure it'll be a great book because one of our favorite Jedi ever, Ram Jammeran, is coming back.
2: Yay! We'll We'll get through, guys. <laughs> we'll get
1: through it. Um, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Um, before we say goodbye for this episode, Dan, would you mind letting the listeners know how they can contact us if they'd like to share their thoughts on Edge of Balance? For us? sure.
2: You can find us over at voiceoftheforest.com, where you can find our episode posts, you can find our store, our About Us section, um, and uh, all of our specials and photos from Star Wars Celebration Chicago years ago. Mm-hmm. um you can also find us over at our email address send us an email at voice of the at gmail.com you can find us on social media which is twitter and instagram at voice pod you can retweet and repost our tweets or stories on uh social media and it helps just grow the listener base and kind of throw the word out there a little bit more about the podcast and we really do appreciate it i mean we say that every episode but honestly we really do it really helps grow the listeners and honestly we want a little bit more uh fan interactions so if there's anything that you thought about this issue or not issue but this volume of manga the first original manga from star wars um mm-hmm. let us know because we really want to hear everybody <laughs> else's opinions on it
1: excuse me mm. are you not remembering the original star wars manga that was done with so much oversight from Lucasfilm that Luke kills Vader in the Episode 5 manga. It's not original, though. <laughs> it, it is, isn't it? Is it? Original? I'm pretty sure. Original story? They just grabbed the license. They didn't even know how the, how the movies were going to Oh, end. okay. Oh, so, is that what happened? Okay. Yeah, no, Luke kills Vader in the Episode 5 fight in that manga. <laughs> oh my <God>. Original canon
2: <laughs> story manga. Original <done>. <laughs> <we go>. canon. <laughs> uh, you can you also...
1: That's a trip. I got to look through that.
2: Also, you can listen, rate, review, and follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Remember, if you review us with five stars and a comment, it does help with people finding the podcast through searching Star Wars Podcast on their podcast platform of choice, and it helps bring the community together for more engagement on the podcast follow for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases and we'll see you next episode
0: and remember oh sorry, are friends not food <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> I like it.
1: I had one I was going to do as well, but yeah, go for it. Oh yeah. Okay. Thank you, Dan. And remember, Guys, it's important where you have the placement of your lightsaber, okay? (laughs) If you are having openings for yourself where you can let the enemy cripple you in the beginning, that doesn't make sense. You have to have them in such a position where they're easy to draw, they give you access to an attack faster, and you can continue the assault from there because otherwise you're putting the enemy at an advantage. And even if those enemies don't have lightsabers, even if it's the Dringer, having that extra second of attack Basically allows it so that I'm hoping whoever edits this part just has the audio go down and down and down and down as I do the rants.